Guys with Bibles presents Of Kings and Covenants, written by Lee Jones. One of the things I love about studying the Bible is finding passages that foreshadow Jesus and his work. Psalm 2 is a great example of scripture that has an immediate fulfillment and ultimate fulfillment. In this psalm, we get a clear description of David's role as king, but we also get the foretaste of Christ's role as king of kings and covenant maker. Here's some historical help for reading the first three verses. There were many Gentile peoples who lived under King David's rule, and would have resented his leadership, wanting instead to live under their own kings. They would seek to secede from or overthrow David, so they would hatch plots. He had many enemies, and he wrote about those who hated him in later psalms. However, despite the best human counsel, these wicked people would be unsuccessful because he who sits in the heavens laughs, verse 4, and he anointed David, it would never allow him to be supplanted. After all, God promises that David's throne would be established forever. That's 1 Kings 2.45 and Isaiah 9.7. And that brings us to the foretaste of Christ. Verse 7 points us to a decree that God says to his son that he will make the nations his heritage and the ends of the earth his possession. This is no promise of a mere earthly government. It's the foundation for the saving of a covenant people. This is known theologically as the covenant of redemption. The street-level explanation is that in eternity, before the creation, the three persons of the Trinity made a covenant to redeem sinful mankind. The Father would give a people to the Son... The Son would redeem them from their sin, and the Spirit would apply that redemption to them. Although this is not spelled out explicitly in Scripture, this passage and many others together paint a picture of this sort of arrangement. This is a key doctrine for our understanding of salvation and its Trinitarian roots. The rest of the psalm shows the outcome of redemption. Those who take refuge in God are blessed. The nations who plot in vain against Him will have His anger brought to bear against them. We often see people posting during election seasons that God knows and has appointed the leaders coming into power. Sometimes we're tempted to mock them as Jesus jukes, but the reminder is absolutely true. Despite people's desire to free themselves of Yahweh's rule, from rulers to commoners, he who sits in the heavens laughs. I'm grateful to God for communicating that truth to us. More than that, I'm grateful that covenant-keeping Yahweh can promise openly that those who kiss the sun are blessed. So be encouraged, fellow believer, during times like these when the world seeks to make evil into good and good into evil. The King of Kings rules over the nations, and all who run to the Son and believe in Him are blessed. Glory to God alone. To read more blog content, visit guyswithbibles.com. Guys with Bibles, studying scripture, discussing doctrine, glorifying God.